and welcome to this bonus episode of Fiction Fans, a podcast where we read books and other words too. I'm Lily. I'm Sarah. And we are finally going to actually talk about where you should start in Discworld. We have been discussing Discworld for several weeks now, and we keep saying, no, but don't read this book first. And people, I think rightfully, have asked, don't just keep saying, don't start here. Give us some more useful information. So Discworld is a 41-book series by Sir Terry Pratchett. And these novels all take place on the Discworld. They, they all share the setting. However, they are different levels of interconnected beyond that. I would say there are a couple of arcs within the series based on a main character going through character progression. And I would not recommend not starting at the beginning of one of those arcs. Just going to lay that down. Um, oh, you disagree. I disagree. All I right. do disagree. I'll, we'll, we'll get into it later. Okay. <laughs> but there is one character arc that I don't think you should start at the beginning. Okay, well, we'll get into that. I thought I was just doing the, like, housekeeping up top. No, <laughs> I had to switch things up for you. There are a couple of YA novels, which I would not generally suggest you start with, just because that's not a super accurate representation of Discworld as a whole, unless you are a young adult, in which case, go for it. Also, why are you here? <laughs> Where are your parents? <laughs> but otherwise... There are a couple of standalone books and a couple of several book arcs for a main character. And generally, I would say out of those arcs, there are, you know, the witch, witches books and the city watch books and whichever one of those tickles your fancy start at the beginning of that arc. But Sarah, it sounds like you have a more in-depth answer. So my answer specifically pertains to the death books and one, so Death is a character in Discworld. He is Death personified. And he shows up as a, I don't even want to say secondary, as a tertiary character, as a background character in most of the novels. But there are a series of books that focus on him and his character development in particular. And one of the books that is often bandied about as a good place to start if you are just getting into Discworld, is Mort, which is the first death book. And I actually disagree with that. I don't think that Mort is a good place to start for Discworld. And I don't even think that it's a good place to start with the death books because it comes early enough in the series. It is book four out of these 41 books that I feel like he's still he's still sort of figuring out where he wants to go with the characters and the setting. And it's a good book to come back to, but I don't think that you need it if you start later on in the death books. So my recommendation is, if you are interested in death as a character, to actually start with the book that comes after Mort, which is Reaper Man, because you don't need any previous context. And I think death is a more developed character by then, and you have a better feel for the setting and where Pratchett wants to go with the series. I suspect you have a similar answer 
if someone says the arc they're most interested in are the witches. Um, because similarly, the witches start pretty early. Well, so I kind of, the witches which follow, well, the two main witches who are consistent throughout the series uh, are Nanny Og and Granny Weatherwax. And there is a third witch, and that third witch changes from, at, at some point in the series, it, it changes from Magrat to someone else whose name I can't recall. That's all right. <laughs> and Granny Weatherwax shows up very early on in the series. She is a character in Equal Rights, which is book three. And I, I would like to say, I am naming the subseries based on the Wikipedia article, which I think is probably the resource that someone would find. So is equal is equal rights considered book one of the witches on the Wikipedia page? It is interesting. So if you're looking it up and going, oh, I like witches. I'll start with the first witches book. Wikipedia says that's equal rights. And we're saying that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I don't I don't think I mean, I would consider equal rights a standalone novel because it, it doesn't contain any of the other witches who are consistent throughout the series. Well, and everyone knows a good witch story needs a triad. Yes, that too. And Equal Rights does not have that. No, Granny is all on her own there. However, the next one is Weird Sisters, which is maybe what you consider the first witch book. Weird Sisters is what I consider the first witch book, yeah. And would you say that's a good place to start? I think it's a good place to start. It is a satire and reworking of Macbeth in many ways. Well, it is the Weird Sisters, so... <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is the Weird Sisters. And I think that you get a good introduction to the characters of all of the witches and the setting. And it has this plot where you know what the main plot points are because it's following the story of Macbeth, but from a different perspective. So you still have interest in seeing how these events are interpreted through the lens of the witches. I really love The Witches, and I think it's a great entry point. Yeah, it's all—it's also just yeah. really funny. I mean, all of his books are really funny, but... That's the thing, they're all really funny, and you should read all of them. The question is, where should you start? Yes. <laughs> One of the other subseries is called... Well, Wikipedia calls it City Watch, but we all know that means Sam Vimes, which is the main character in that arc. The first book is Guards, Guards. And I, mm, Guards, Guards is not my favorite City Watch book, but in this case, I do think that you need to start at book one of the City Watch. And so because of that, would you consider it a good arc to start with for the series? Yes and no. I don't think it is because it requires some, well, it doesn't require, but because it is the City Watch of Ankh-Morpork, it really helps if you are already familiar with Ankh Morpork, I think. I don't mm, I don't think that you need to know a lot about Ankh Morpork beyond the fact that it's this fantasy city in this fantasy world. So I don't think that you need a lot of prior knowledge, but I also think that in tone it's very different from the other City Watch books. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think that if you read it, you maybe would be laboring under the misunderstanding that Discworld is kind of grim and kind of dark and depressing. 
when really it's usually not that's just a i don't want to say gem but yeah there definitely are dark points but that's not what the whole series is like there are dark points but i think that guards guards is a much darker book in tone than any of the other or than many of the other discworld books the next subseries i would not have called an arc personally they're calling it the industrial revolution series which starts with the truth and the only reason why i'm upset is that they include monstrous regiment in it which i consider a standalone what right (laughs) include monstrous so monstrous regiment is on my list as a good place to start that's Um, why i wanted to bring it up because what the hell wikipedia (laughs) i don't i definitely think it's a standalone i don't think it's part of the industrial revolution i'm also not sure that i would include the truth in the industrial revolution arc necessarily for me that starts with going postal that's we'll we'll get to there later they call that moist von lipwig they don't even call that so then what What else is included in the Industrial Revolution? Moving Pictures, which is earlier. I might have misspoken where the first one was. I also also disagree because that implies Industrial Revolution to me implies that there is lasting change. And at the the end of Moving Pictures, there's no... Everything goes back to the status quo. Well, I think that's just a quirk of Discworld. No, but there is actually... That's true. Take Going Postal, for example. The, The... advances and inventions in going postal carry on through following books. And that's not the case with uh, moving pictures. Well, since we've brought it up, (laughs) going postal is my favorite. And if you want to read about a con man who accidentally got put in charge of the postal service, definitely start there. I love it so much. It's so good. And it's definitely an entry point, I think. You don't need a ton of background knowledge to be able to jump in there. Yeah, I agree. Going Postal is actually one of the ones that I had, one of the books that I had pulled out as a good entry point as well. I'm biased because I love it so much. (laughs) There is as well a movie based on Going Postal. It's, I mean, it's a good adaptation. It's not as good as the book, but that's how it always goes. Yeah. There are a couple of standalone books, which... We would argue there's a couple of more standalone books than this Wikipedia article would suggest. But one of the first ones is Pyramids. I wouldn't call that a good starting point, maybe because I just don't remember it very well. Pyramids is good. I enjoy Pyramids. Um, I don't think it's a good starting point because it feels very cut off from the rest of Discworld. Like it, it takes place in this small little country that you really don't visit except in this one book with characters that you don't see except in this one book. So it, it feels like it's a little bit divorced from the wider world. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't remember it very well, so I'm <laughs> now biased in the other direction. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good book, and I think it's worth reading, but I don't think it's the best starting point. That's not helpful, because we think all of these are worth reading. <laughs> we could just say that after every single book. Okay, but, but I mean, it is kind of helpful, because I'm saying you shouldn't start there. <laughs> right, yes. Now, the next standalone blew my fucking mind when I first read it, which is Small Gods. Gods. Yeah. Small Gods. (laughs) Small Gods is one of the books that I definitely think is a good entry point. If you want really pointed satire on religion that 
makes a lot of salient points about religion, but does so in a very humorous way. Small Gods is your book. There's also the Rincewind subseries, which I completely skipped over because no, don't start there. No, you know, when I was when I was pulling out books for this discussion, I tried to find a good place to start with Rincewind because Rincewind's story really starts with the very first book. Mm -hmm. And the beginning Discworld books are not his best books. There's still value in them, but he's really, as we've said in previous episodes, he's throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. Mm -hmm. And so even... Not a not a great starting not a great starting point, but it's it's hard to read Win- Rincewind without some of the context that you get from those beginning books. So, I, and there are really good Rincewind books, but I don't think they're great introductions to the series as a whole. I would agree. That's why I didn't yeah. even offer it yeah. as an option earlier. <laughs> yeah, we're on the same wavelength there. All right. I'm not going to ask you to rank your favorite Discworld novels, but wait, wait. Oh, you have. I still have. I still okay. have one more book that I think is a good starting point. Which one? Um, and that's Monstrous Regiment. Oh, I thought I mentioned that one. We we talked about how that is a standalone and not part of the Industrial Revolution, in our opinion. We we did, but we didn't actually say the words. We think this is a good entry point into. Oh, you're uh, right. Discworld. <laughs> and I think it's a great entry point into Discworld. It really is. It's so good and is such a solid standalone, but still definitely introduces you to what the world is like. Mm-hmm. It definitely prepares you for the other 40 books. <laughs> yes. So Monstrous Regiment is, I think, worth reading as your first Discworld book. Okay. I'm not going to ask you what your favorite Discworld book is, but top one or two series or standalones, but um, s- series. Top one or two series, I'm not, you know, in a, in a way, I think actually talking about my favorite Discworld books would be easier <laughs> than talking about my top series. Well, because there's a great book in almost each series. Like, so many of them are fantastic. Yeah, so many, if, if I really had to choose, I think The Witches would be my favorite. But The Early Witches, I don't care as much for some of the later witch books. But Witches Abroad, Weird Sisters, absolutely, those are fantastic books. Well, I already said that my favorite is the Moist Von Lipwig con artist series, if you will. And your second favorite? Probably Death. Yeah. But that's maybe just because I love the Hogfather so much. So if your favorite char- if if one of your favorite characters is Death and your favorite series is Death, would you agree with me that Mort is not a good place to start? Well, I think I have imprinted too hard on the Hogfather. So <laughs> I love Death and I love that series. And I I think The Hogfather was the first Discworld book that I completed because I started The Color of Magic and then did not finish it. I, you know, I actually, when I was looking at books, I considered pulling out Hogfather instead of Reaper Man. I think it, I, okay. I think you could start there. I think you could start there. Yeah. It would be a little bit weird for the Death arc. The Hogfather is just so good. It gives you some of that really fun Nightmare Before Christmas, Death Has to Take the Place of Santa Claus vibe, because the Hogfather is Santa Claus. Surprise. 
And it also touches on some of those themes that we earlier praised small gods for. And it's also something that I, there's there's also a movie adaptation and I rewatched that. That's one of my standard Christmas movies. <laughs> so if you search on Twitter for Terry Pratchett gifts, basically the only thing that comes up are clips from Hogfather. Yeah, because it's incredible. <laughs> I mentioned that the Going Postal show is fun, but not as good as the book. But I would say the Hogfather show is probably, like, of course they had to cut some stuff out, but I think they just about nail it as far as adaptations go. Anyway, it is technically not the first death book. However, it's such a strong concept that you could definitely start it. But maybe if you were thinking about starting Discworld in December... Give it a shot. <laughs> it's very atmospheric. It is, yes. If you're starting around Christmas time, I think that Hogfather, there are worse books to start with. I I don't even read it. Like, to me, it is a Christmas story. I do not read it if I'm reading, like, going through Discworld. It, no. Well, you're going you're gonna to have to. Yeah, I will for the <laughs> podcast, of course. I don't have that. I don't have that particular hang up. And no, it's like... It's also the one that I read the most because of that, though. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, Thanksgiving dinner is over. All right, let's go. Hogfather time. (laughs) Yeah, Hogfather. I mean, I like Hogfather. It's a good book. It's not, I probably wouldn't rank it in my top five or top ten, but it's a good book. Here's a question for you. Yeah. What's the worst book to start with? Is it The Color of Magic? The Color of Magic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think it's The Color of Magic. Are there are there other worse books to start with? Well, and I mean, The Color of Magic is just because Discworld hasn't really solidified yet. Yeah. It's, it's all very it, experimental. Yeah, it's because he doesn't really know it. Terry Pratchett doesn't really know what he's doing with Discworld yet. What What do you think the worst book to start with would be? That is probably also my answer. Oh, no. The Light Fantastic. <laughs> How's that for a one-up? <laughs> yeah, okay, because The Light Fantastic does rely on you having, at least in some part, it does rely on you having read The Color of Magic. So it would be even worse. Not even starting with technically the first one. Just be, <laughs> like right in the middle. It's not really there yet as a series or as a setting or as a concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you won't have any idea what's going on. Yeah, that's that's true. I think you do have me beat there. <laughs> that was that uh, Price is Right. Just betting $1 over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, our definitive answer from fiction fans, whatever you do, do not start with the light fantastic. <laughs> I think I can't add anything to that. I Here think we you're go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening to our very helpful, I'm sure, discussion of where to start in the Discworld series. We did have genuine responses. We did. We should probably put a little cheat sheet in the description so someone doesn't have to, like, listen to this with a pen and paper (laughs) frantically in hand. (laughs) I think that's a a good idea. We hope this helped. If you had any questions, and if you are someone who has already read Discworld, let us know what you think. Where where did you start? And was that a good idea? (laughs) Let us know. You can find us 
on Twitter and Instagram at FictionFansPod. And so please come disagree with us. Please do. Or me. Please disagree with me because I'm the one who does both of those. Well, they can disagree with me. They'll just be doing it at you. (laughs) Yes. Thanks again for listening. And may your villains always be defeated. Bye. Bye.